You're listening to the Weed Smart Podcast, where each fortnight we chat about dealing with those pesky weeds. Welcome to the Weed Smart Podcast. I'm Jessica Strauss, and on this edition of the podcast, we're taking a close look at chaff decks. Chaff decks, they have been a mainstay in the harvest weed seed control space for a number of years, but with weed seed impact mills starting to increase in market share in this space, where will the chaff deck fit? Later on in the podcast, we'll be hearing from Weed Smart Southern Extension agronomist Greg Condon, who's a big advocate of the chaff decks, and he'll join us to give us some answers on that one. And we're also going to hear from Northern Region grower Chris Berry. He has had a chaff deck for a number of years, and while he likes the concept of the weed seed impact mills, he's sticking with the chaff deck for now. So we'll find out why a little later on. But first, my co-host Pete Newman does join me. How are you going, Pete? I'm very well, Jess. How are you? I'm going really well and yeah, really interesting topic that we're covering today. We have probably in the past covered mills maybe a little bit too much. Pete, would you agree with that? And so it's good we're focusing on this. Perhaps, Jess, perhaps. (laughs) You know, this uh, podcast really made me reflect on how I used to hit the road doing um, workshops with Mike Walsh and Ray Harrington and one of the Messina boys and Lance Turner. And at the time we had uh, windrow burning and chaff carts and the mills were on the way. Mm. Uh, And then it just made me think, wow, now we've got these, you know, at least six or seven or eight harvest weed seed control tools out there and chaff decks being one of the new ones that we didn't have back when we were doing those workshops. And also that windrow burning has really gone out as a result of all these other tools coming in. So just a really a reflection on how far we've moved in a short space of time. Yeah, that's really cool to hear from you, Pete. Yeah, you've you've been in the game a lot longer than I, so it's always interesting to hear about how things have evolved over time and now it just seems like there's just so much innovation and the sky is the limit with where we could go next. Pete, we will be hearing from Northern Region grower Chris Berry in a moment talking about his experience with his chaff deck, but first, what's been going on with you? Uh, Exciting day for me today, Jess. I uh, got the AstraZeneca vaccine today. Wow, nice Uh, one. One of the few benefits of being 50. Yep, great. That's great to hear. You're on your way to being uh, COVID safe and and you'll be travelling around the world in no time, I'm sure, Pete. (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe. (laughs) Fingers crossed. You've got to think positive. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Not booking a trip just yet. But yeah, yeah, went and got the AstraZeneca vaccine today. So, but Friday, Jess, I'm just thinking wasn't the smartest thing. I'm putting into me feeling sick all weekend, but at least I'll be back um, firing on all six on Monday. Yeah, not the best plan. Well, I'm similar. I'm in a similar boat to you, Pete. I've also booked a dentist appointment after work today on a Friday as well. So yeah, I think we're both both having a bit of a medical day and probably didn't think things through too well, Pete. I hate the dentist. No, well, well. <laughs> such is life. Such is life. But let's get into the details of the podcast today. Let's hear from Chris Berry first. Now, Pete, Chris is in the northern region. He has been using a chaff deck for a number of years. What did you think of uh, this interview and, and the idea of, of growers in the northern region using chaff decks? Yeah, just a really good reminder about how there are a number of harvest weed seed control tools and just also another great grower, Jess, who's putting together a number of the big six. So crop rotation, mixing rotating herbicides, good crop competition, harvest weed seed control. And I'm sure if we pushed him on the other couple of big six, I'm sure he's doing those as well. So yeah, really sounds like he's really got his system working. It sounds like he's 
still on the way to really cleaning up his farm. He, he feels like he's having a win, but yeah, just really always exciting to hear from an innovative grower using strip and disc and using harvest weed seed control together. Definitely. Let's take a listen. In this interview, we'll be hearing from Northern Region farmer Chris Berry. Chris is running a disc seeder on Narrow Rose and he employs a crop competition and has a retained stubble system to improve fallow efficiency. Chris runs a diverse range of crops, including canola, lupins, wheat and barley. And today he'll be giving us an overview of his farming system with a special focus on his experience using chaff decks. So he does join us now. How are you going, Chris? Good, Jess. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much. I know you're really busy, so we really appreciate you taking a, some time out of your day to have a chat with us on the Weed Smart podcast. So what we firstly would like you to just go over uh, is just if you can give us a bit of an overview of what your farming system entails. So, yeah, basically we're running a 12-metre CTF uh, strip and disc system. Yeah, I guess the ground cover drives our system. It all, all revolves around that as far as fallow efficiency, moisture retention, and, uh, and weed competition as well. So, yeah, that's basically what we're doing. And can you tell us where you're based in the northern region so people can put an idea in their mind of where you are? Yeah, I'm at Trundle, which is, yeah, roughly between Parks and Condoblin. Grew up here on the farm and yeah, moved back a few years ago. Awesome. And so, yeah, you've obviously been on that farm a long time. How has your farming system evolved over the last five years? Yeah, so we started, well, yeah, originally moved back to what we've been now, eight, seven or eight years. Uh, started this seeding then on 400 mil rows. Yeah, I like that idea. Thinking it uh, gave, yeah, less competition between plants. So, yeah, we had more moisture there to fill grain come the spring. And we were running with that system for, yeah, five or six years. And then, yeah, we had a, had a good run of years and everything was ticking along nicely. The, the ground cover was was there wasn't great but yeah it was it was working we we're in a row sowing all that was working well but then we struck a couple of year, bad years 18 and, and 19 and definitely saw the ground cover just disappear and yeah thought we could do better so in 19 we did some row spacing trials where we effectively double sowed some runs to compare with the 400 mil spacing so yeah running 200 mil and yeah had some really good results there the yield either matched the 400 or was was better which in a year like 19, which was very ordinary for us. Yeah, I would have thought if my theory, original theory was right, the 400 mil should have won but mm. and outyielded the 200 mil, but that wasn't the case. So, yeah, that, that led us to, to switch to some narrow rows, 200 mil spacing, which we're now in our second year. And last year we incorporated a stripper front as well into the system. So, yeah, it's been really exciting and, and the ground cover we've got now is, yeah, it's awesome. That's great. Thanks for sharing that, Chris. So obviously weeds are our focus on this podcast and dealing with them. What are some of the major weed challenges that you face in both your summer and winter programs? Yeah, plenty of them, but basically the two big ones. Summer is windmill grass, which, yeah, we definitely saw more and more come into the into our farm over those poorer ground cover years, 18 and 19 summers especially. So that's sort of one we've We've now got a, a big challenge there, and, and winter, our, our biggest one is ryegrass. Yeah, with being with the disc seeder, yeah, we're a little limited with prams, but yeah, there's some new chemistry out, and 
and Chemistry's been around for a while that are helping with that. And yeah, the, with the narrow rows and, and the crop competition, we're trying our best there. Excellent. All right. Well, let's dig in a little deeper into those tools that you're using for weed control. So you've mentioned uh, crop competition and particular herbicides that are, are helping with keeping on top of those weeds. Can you talk in a little bit more detail of the main key tools that you're using for weed control? Part of a systems approach, so yeah, rotations are a big one. Uh, TT canola fits really well in our system here uh, with our, our weed spectrum, spawning emix and wild radish. It's great on those two, so it's a big winner. Yeah, getting more and more lupins into our system, which is helping as well with using factor on them as a as a uh, in crop. Preems are, are a big one, secure, and we're looking at Overwatch. We had some trials last year, and they're doing more and more work with it. Yeah, the crop competition with the narrow rows. 200 mils, yeah, that's a big one. And also, yeah, the the, uh, the other one is the harvest weed seed control, which, uh, yeah, we, we started off narrow windrow burning, but, yeah, obviously, uh, yeah, we had to talk about chaff deck, so we, yeah, we went to a chaff deck system in 2017. Yeah, great. Yeah, so obviously chaff decks is your choice of harvest weed seed control tool. So why did you choose chaff decks and what sort of decks are they, Chris? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll start with the the chaff deck or type, it's made by a guy over in WA, Mick Schutz, over near Esperance, grass patch there. So yeah, we went with one of those. He makes them specifically for my header or John Deere, yeah, six, seven it is, but yeah, they fit most sizes of John Deere's, I think. So yeah, it's just a simple design, which yeah, fitted straight onto my header, so that's why we went that way. And yeah, we went the, the chaff deck, yeah, obviously, yeah, so we're on controlled traffic so it, it suits our farming system there yeah i said we, we tried narrow windrow burning it's great in the fact that the weed seeds you put in that windrow if you get a good burn yeah they're gone but so we, we tried that for a couple of years had some yeah good results with our weed seed numbers but yeah i wasn't happy with the ground cover we were leaving having to, to cut it off at the double off at that six inch height so we could get the uh didn't burn the whole paddock and yeah saw a few other issues there over the years with where the windrows were placed and the burn. And we were only targeting the, the worst paddocks with that just because of the, the issues with burning and the timeliness and everything. So, yeah, we wanted to be doing something in every paddock every year. So we yeah, went to the chaff deck. Chaff decks were the winner. So what are some of the other benefits you've found with using them over the last few years? So, yeah, the, the other benefit with the chaff deck I've found is that it let, allows me to um, set the header up a lot better. It, it shows me where my losses are coming from. So. The chaff on the on the tram lines that gives me my sieve loss, and what's spread out on the rest of the um, the paddock that's my rotor loss. So it really shows up yeah where I'm getting my losses from, and and lets me set the header up. And another benefit is yeah having the chaff on my on my wheel tracks for summer spraying. It's uh, the dust suppression is uh, is another great benefit there which I found. Yeah, that's great. And what are some of the challenges? I mean, everything, you know, it's sounding very positive, Chris, but there was usually a few challenges to share. What are some of the challenges you found with using chaff decks? Yeah, there's definitely a couple. I guess the uh, one of the main ones that uh, the detractor with them is it doesn't actually kill the kill the weed seeds. It's just placing them in an environment where it's not very uh, very productive for them. And, yeah, and with all the chaff, it's it's not a great spot for them to be, but they do germinate and they do grow, so it's probably one. And, yeah, one with the actual chaff deck. It doesn't like green material, so, yeah, we've had issues in the past direct heading canola uh, with blocking it up. It catches on the baffle plate, which goes in the back of the header. We've had a few issues there. And I guess, yeah, you are adding something with more moving parts and bearings and rollers onto, 
the machine that's already got a lot of those things. So, yeah, it is, it's something else that can go wrong and, and break down. But, yeah, I guess uh, that comes with everything you do. Yeah, for sure. And so in the last few years of you using it, have you seen a significant quantifiable difference in weed numbers on your farm? Yeah, they're definitely doing a job there. We probably don't have huge numbers across the whole whole farm, but we've definitely got some bad patches and yeah, it's it's definitely doing its job when you see the the green lines in the in the wheel track. Yeah, got some great photos and everyone's probably seen them as well. Where you, yeah, the rest of the, the run's clean and yeah, you just got these two stripes of, of green, so it's definitely yeah, we're we're capturing those weed seeds and, and putting them onto something that somewhere that's uh pretty hostile and not very nice for them to grow so yeah definitely yeah, going to stick with it. Excellent all right so where do you see your business going in the future with Harvest Sweet Seed Control? Do you see yourself sticking with the chaff decks well into the long term or would you consider a different option like impact mills in the future? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah definitely stick with the chaff deck for the foreseeable future. Yeah the mills are, are very exciting and they're yeah, doing a, a great job. They might still be few teething issues there maybe with uh, with a couple of them but uh, yeah it's a great great concept and yeah guys are definitely running them and having great success but I normally uh, tag on a bit down the down the line so we'll uh, <laughs> yeah definitely want to move that way into the future so we'll, we'll let uh, let them sort it out and yeah that's uh, that's what where I can definitely see it's heading okay I do like the uh, sorry I do like that yeah the, the benefit of the chaff on the on the tram lines for the yeah the summer spraying, like I said, so if they could develop a, a mill that still puts the uh, the chaff on the tram lines, that'd be awesome, I reckon. Okay, good tip. Well, yeah, get people <laughs> thinking. Uh, so the final thing I wanted to ask you is, obviously, there's so much talk about mills at the moment, uh, which is obviously warranted. They're you know they've become quite a mainstay in the harvest weed seed control space. But you're sticking with chaff decks, and they're really working for you. So if someone who ha- who might have a similar farming system to yourself was tossing up between the two, what would you what would you say to them in terms of uh, making that decision? Do you have any tips for why you are sticking with the chaff? deck over the mill? Yeah, good question. Probably got a bit to do with price. Um, chaff deck's a good way to yeah get into harvest weed seed control without having to spend a, a lot of money there. It's pretty effective to capture those weed seeds and put them somewhere where they, yeah, it's not a, not a yeah, great place for them to grow. And yeah, I, I, just from what I'm hearing off a few guys, yeah, they're still having a few few teething issues with the mills maybe just with yeah, capacity and, and those sorts of issues so which I'm sure they're, they're looking into and, and uh, redeveloping and and everything but yeah so yeah if something, someone was thinking yeah of, um, of heading down the harvest weed seed control path yeah I'd, I'd still recommend a, a chaff deck it's a great way to, to get into it and then um, yeah maybe down the track if uh, they wanted to head towards a mill yeah that'd be a, a great way as well Perfect. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to have a chat with us. You've gone over your whole farming system as well as really zoning in on your use of chaff decks, which is really helpful. And yeah, we really appreciate you sharing your insight about your farming system. So thanks so much, Chris. Thank you so much to Chris Berry. He is based in the northern region and really great overview of his farming system with a focus there on him using chaff decks. Pete, in that interview, Chris talked about the possibility of having weed seeds placed on the tram lines with harvest weed seed control, uh, weed seed impact mills. Is that something that's on the horizon? Yeah, I think it is, Jess. I actually saw uh, Seed Terminator put up a tweet 
recently where they had some shoots on the back of the Terminator to direct the milled chaff onto the tram lines. And so I know that they've got it. I know with the HSD, it would be a very simple mod. I'm not sure if anyone's done that. And I'm sure ReadyCop and the others could do it as well. So I think that's definitely a possibility, yeah, that farmers could use a seed impact mill, smash up the seeds and put it on the tram lines because, uh, as Chris was saying, he really loves the fact that particularly reducing that dust in summer spraying. Mm. So the ultimate would be to have destroyed weeds on that tram line. Be just really interesting to see what he thinks in a few years' time once his weed control, you know, in the paddocks gets really under control and as he builds up some residue on those trams, whether he needs to go to that next step or not, but really encouraging that someone is really enjoying uh, the move to chaff decks and quite a simple move for someone who's already got their farm set up on tram lines. Certainly, yeah. Thank you again to Chris. Pete, up next we'll be hearing from our Southern Extension agronomist, Greg Condon. He's going to give an overview of chaff decks and why they're still a good fit for many farming systems. What are your thoughts on the future of chaff decks as a, a tool for weed seed control at harvest? I guess a little bit of the backstory here, Jess, is that in 2020 it was a really big harvest, big crops in Greg's part of the world in New South Wales and other parts of the East Coast. And it also coincided with quite a few growers who had bought some of the seed impact mills and used them for the first time. And with those big crops, some growers or a lot of them did experience probably a little bit more reduction in harvest capacity than they were expecting. And so I think that's, you know, the chaff deck can be a real positive in that instance in that it doesn't drain any horsepower really and shouldn't slow harvest down at all. Um, so, yeah, the seed impact mills obviously still a really great technology that you know that we're really excited about but there is a reality that they do have uh, some horsepower cost and some sometimes some harvest capacity cost and that's going to be bigger in those big harvest years and so I think Greg coming off that it was you know mentioning the chaff decks it was a a good time to talk about the chaff decks because growers that use chaff decks in those big crops didn't really didn't have that harvest capacity reduction. Yeah, no, that's a great point. All right, well, let's take a listen to Greg Condon now. Chaff decks have been a mainstay in the harvest weed seed control space for a number of years, but with weed seed impact mills starting to increase in market share in this space, where will the chaff deck fit? Weed Smart Southern Extension agronomist Greg Condon is a big advocate for chaff decks, and he joins us to explain how they can be a great addition to a farming system. How are you going, Greg? I'm well, Jess. How are you going? I'm really good and yeah, really great topic that we're covering in the podcast today, all about chaff decks. Can we just start off, uh, why are you such a big fan? Well, I guess chaff decks have been around for a while, particularly in WA and gradually moved east, but it's really, I guess, a progression for growers from narrow windrow burning to the next stage. So uh, it's obviously not destroying the weed seeds, as we're well aware, but it's just taking those weed seeds that the fraction off the sieves at harvest and you've only got a small proportion of material to deal with. They're leaving them on the tram lines, so I guess complementary to controlled traffic farming, CTF. And it, it, it really, I guess, in contrast to the mills, which are the deluxe, of course, which we aspire to get towards it's just a really good stepping stone for growers to you know, dip their toe in the water and harvest weed seed control uh, particularly they're a mixed farmer as well so they have the ability to graze those those chaff decks but it's it's just a, a low capital cost entry point for a lot of growers 
to the point that people have found that they're sort of not even that inspired to push harder to, to adopt a mill when they've had a lot of success with, with Chartex. Certainly, Greg. And yeah, we did mention mills have really dominated the harvest weed seed control space in recent years. And there's a variety of models which have hit the market now. And I'm sure there's more to come in the future as well. But can you just drill into a bit more of how the chaff deck compares to a mill? Well, basically, it's the same principle. So we're aiming to uh, take those weed seeds off or out of the chaff fraction, off the sieves, and I guess uh, separate from the, uh, from the straw, which is getting spread. Uh, and that, that chaff fraction containing those weed seeds are dropped onto, with chaff decks, a drop onto a three-metre tram line. So there's a chute either side of the of the rear of the header, which p- puts it onto the wheel tracks effectively, which is a, uh, a hostile environment. So you've got traffic, you've got compacted soil there generally. In some areas, you know, our clay soil, it can often be a little bit depressed and water will sit there and the like. So, and you've got traffic back and forward over the season in summer and winter. So it's a tough spot for a weed seed to get a handle on, but I guess it's just a, it's a step in terms of this site-specific weed control. So I guess a mill kills the weed seed. So that is you know, the ultimate, but for those looking to sort of take the first step and, and get those weed seeds into somewhere in the paddock that's so confined and a starting point to some degree of rotting, but largely it's just in, the, in a spot where they know those weed seeds are going to remain and not spread throughout the crop. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so they're not getting the death penalty, but they're going to weed seed prison if you're using chaff decks, Greg. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Good analogy, Jess. Yeah. Very clever. <laughs> what are some of the benefits of a chaff deck which you might not get in other weed seed control tools, Greg? Well, I guess the low-hanging fruit for a lot of people has been narrow windrow burning. So you take all the chaff, all the straw, drop it into a single row behind the header and then burn it at a later date. So uh, that's proven to be effective for you know, hard weeds like ryegrass and wild radish. But the chaff decks are quite different in that you've got a smaller volume of material, just the the chaff fraction. So, yeah, you're just re- reliant on uh, the collection of those weed seeds from uh, the full swath of the header, uh, putting it into a uh, into that confined rows on the three-metre tram lines and uh, the, the hostility that they, they have to deal with. Um, uh, and often there's not a lot of seed soil contact, so the weed seeds will, will sit in that chaff fraction, and, and it's not like they're in a normal seeding situation in, in the crop. They find it quite difficult to germinate. They still will germinate, and in high-pressure situation, it does look pretty confronting. But over time, we, we've got growers here who have been using them for greater than five years, for example, and we just sort of find the weed seed spread just it doesn't go anywhere. It never gets any worse. So they're still sowing their tram lines generally creating a competitive environment, but the weed seeds, particularly ryegrass and brome, just don't have the opportunity to spread back out into the crop. Mm, right, okay. And chaff decks, they provide a site-specific means of weed control. Can you talk to this point in a bit more detail, Greg? Well, a few innovative growers have taken the opportunity when they've put those weed seeds onto their tram lines and targeted sprayed them, so just sprayed those tram lines only, which, you know, say in a, in a 12-metre CTF system, they're really only spraying only about 12% of the total paddock. But over time, I guess growers have done that less. Uh, yeah, some have used shielded sprayers. In terms of site-specific, there potentially might be opportunities to look at non-chemical options. None of these have come to fruition yet, but you know, like a microwave potentially could run along those tram lines and only treat the area where the weed seeds are. And there's also other developments around robotics and lasers that could also be employed to target some of those weed seeds over the summer or pre, pre-sowing with with a non-chemical weed control. So we, we currently rely on herbicides to a large degree, but there's some novel options out there because I still see the chaff decks will have a pretty big fit for a lot of 
growers into the future, particularly in some of our northern farming regions where it's just starting to see uptake and they probably haven't fully valued the mill, how some of those summer weeds will be controlled through the mill. But if we can actually start the ball rolling and, and get some seed capture through the chaff decks uh, and then look at other tactics post-harvest, that's a good stepping point to site-specific weed control. Yeah, definitely, Greg. And are there particular weed species which lend themselves to chaff tram lining success over others? I guess it's those that sit up in the canopy uh, or all the harvest weed seed control work that's been done by uh, you know, Michael Walsh and, and others around the countryside. That, you know, ryegrass and, and brome are probably two of our, our easier grass species. I guess wild oats tend to be a bit notorious in terms of their ability to shed or fall out prior to harvest, but Wild radish is, is another one, and, and even turnip and mustard. So some of the brassica weeds have been found to be easily captured and, and placed onto uh, through the chaff decks onto those tram lines for uh, uh, that live in that hostile sort of environment and for either post harvest treatment or uh, or rotting to some degree. But um, yeah, the brassica weeds is uh, sort of been a bit of a surprise how how good a job we've done in the northern region. There's uh, some growers in, in Queensland, Peter Bash, who've uh, who's, uh, captured Johnson grass and even some feathertop roads on their chaff decks uh, and then into the chaff line. So that, that's pretty unique. So that's sort of quite unheard of you know, from harvesting some of their summer crops. So that's still a bit of work that, that's ongoing. But, um, yeah, the winter weeds have, have sort of lend themselves a bit easier to, to capture. Yeah, okay. And what about crop types? Which crop types or chaff types will promote better weed seed breakdown or is it just getting your weed seeds in one location in the paddock? It's probably the, the weed seeds, in, in, and it varies from season to season, but it's largely getting those weed seeds back into you know, that site-specific region, those, uh, those defined areas. But uh, cereals uh, are probably the best. Canola is a little bit more challenging because, yeah, canola, um, it's, it's quite difficult in terms of harvest setup at times to always fully capture and retain things like grass seeds, dry grass in, in the harvest operation and back through the, the chaff decks. But volunteer weed seeds, Generally, are always captured in that uh, yeah, in that chaff fraction on the on the tram lines. So um, and then pulses as well. So I'd say cereals number one, pulses number two, and then and then canola probably third. So we just uh, yeah we always I guess set such a good good result out of uh, weed seed capture in, in cereals as the primary uh, yeah the primary crop with, with the chaff decks. Yeah, makes sense, Greg. And we talk about it being a hostile environment for those weed seeds. So uh, can you just talk to that a little bit more? What does actually promote that weed seed breakdown in those tram lines? Well, I guess it's that lack of that seed soil contact that you see with a normal weed sitting out in a double or in, in the surface soil with the, with the crop that gets sown. So some growers have even upped their sowing rate by um, yeah, 10 or 15% on the tram lines just to provide a little bit more competition but generally it's, it's just the compacted environment from the regular traffic the, the lack of seed soil contact and, and just the hostility the general hostility of a, a compacted tram line that that sort of ctf growers have created through that ongoing traffic it's not without its faults no doubt so we yeah we do see sort of see the weed seeds still germinating and coming up in those areas but they just don't seem to flourish like they would when they're uh, yeah randomly spread out through a paddock in a, in a normal scenario yeah, perfect. And Paul, our Northern Extension agronomist, Paul McIntosh, he said that he has seen that there is a growing popularity of chaff decks in the region and you found that yourself with uh, speaking with growers in the region as well in the north. What's your reasoning or your what are your thoughts on why that popularity is increasing? Well, I guess I've been surprised by what weed seeds have been able to capture. So 
narrow windrow burning has not really taken off in the northern region for a whole lot of, I guess, issues around loss of ground cover. So they've sort of stayed away from the windrow burning for that reason, but they've yeah, been keen to sort of look at, and there's a high adoption of CTF, controlled traffic, in, in the northern region as well. And just the, the, the fact that they can drop that chaff fraction onto their tram lines and really reduce that, that dust over the summer fallow period. So uh, they do a lot more summer fallow spraying that probably then happens in the, in the southern and, and western region. So that, uh, that, yeah, that, that's been a big bonus with, um, with less dust on the, on the tram lines as they're doing that summer spraying. But, yeah, just, just capturing more like those brassica weeds, the turnips and the mustards, um, and, and uh, even to a degree some of the, uh, some of the early shedding wild oats that might occur in barley, for example. So it's, uh, I think the, the, the presence or the, the summer weed being captured in, uh, on the chaff decks or well, in the chaff lines has been a bit of a surprise. And again, the growers are the ones observing it firsthand. Uh, so that's that's pretty exciting with, with some of the growers that Paul's been working with up there that they've now probably got another tool which is largely non-chemical um, in terms of you know, getting the, the weed seeds in, a, in a, a zone that they can potentially manage, yeah, or just concentrate them for uh, they're out of that main that main paddock area. So it's uh, it's an on it's an ongoing journey, I guess. So the mill is the deluxe, but the, the chaff decks are, I think are a really good compromise. And the big thing is there's no, there's no loss of capacity with a harvester. So the, the, the harvester still has you know, a set up to, to maximise the throughput and minimise losses, but they're not they're not limited by sort of horsepower or, or reduction in capacity that can happen with a mill. Yeah, and just on that, so the capacity issue is is one component, but what about the cost difference? How does it compare to a mill to have a chaff deck in terms of cost? Uh, yeah, it's significantly less a capital cost. Uh, like a proprietary chaff deck uh, is worth around twenty, twenty-two or twenty-four thousand dollars now, depending on the model of header. Uh, some growers have made their own. There's some really interesting in the Espens regions, WA. There's a lot of growers have built their own, and there's a few in northern uh, New South Wales that have also built their own. But um, largely, people choose the commercial types that are out there. And but once it's sort of on the header, the uh, the cost, particularly in the eastern states, we have very little potassium cost at the uh, an issue in the West. So we're sort of seeing a harvest weed seed cost with Chartex around sort of 2 or $3 a hectare, you know, whereas the, the mill with the capital cost and the running cost, millware, extra fuel and the like, that's, that's up around um, anywhere from 20 to, to $30 in an average year. And, and we, we sort of got up to $50 last year. But the mill is still the, the ultimate. We, we can't doubt that for a whole lot of reasons, but yeah. the, the Chartex is just a, a good a good stepping stone for a lot of growers to... Uh, sort of get their toe in the water with, with harvest weed seed control. Certainly, Greg. Well, thank you so much for giving us such a great overview of chaff decks and, and how they're going to continue to be really relevant. And it's really positive to see that trend in, in the north uh, of chaff decks gaining in popularity. We love to see it at Weed Smart. So thank you for sharing that information, Greg. Thank you, Jess. Pleasure. Thank you so much to our Southern Extension agronomist, Greg Condon, there for giving us an overview on chaff decks. Pete, I did want to ask you, uh, Greg and I had a chat after the interview and he said there is a few negatives to chaff decks and I wanted to ask you specifically what your thoughts are on what those negatives are. Obviously, it's a low-cost tool and there is a lot of benefits, but obviously there is some downsides. Could you just talk to that point a bit, Pete? Yeah, I don't want to be too negative, Jess, of course, because... um we talk about harvest weed seed control here, but there are always downsides with any of the tools. None of them are perfect. I guess the chaff deck's Achilles heel is that the weeds are still in the paddock, as as the guys have already alluded to. So, yeah, it's ideal if we destroy the weeds, having them still in the paddock and on the 
tram lines is the obvious negative where we can, you know, they're still going to be exposed to herbicides and we could potentially select for resistant weeds there and have them spread outside of those trams. Having said that, I think that we're seeing less problems than we thought. We're probably seeing lower weed germination on those trams than you might expect in some situations. And also, as Greg mentioned, the weeds sort of do stay in those trams. You harvest them and put the weed seeds back where you got them from. So, yeah, it is an issue, but it is certainly the negative of the chaff deck. And one other negative I have come across at times, Jess, is farmers talking about a certain sort of soil moisture condition where they can get wheel slip because they have that chaff sitting on top of their hard tram lines. Right. Can't remember exactly when it occurs after rain, whether it is, I think it's when you have wet chaff, but sort of dryish soil underneath. I'm not sure if I've got that right. Maybe some listeners might be able to correct me on that one but there can be a condition for a day or two they talk about during seeding just depending on rain where you can get a bit of wheel slip slipping on the on the chaff but apart from that Jess yeah I think um yeah nothing's perfect but I guess there's a couple of the, the negatives of the chaff deck yeah good to give everyone a good full picture of the pros and the cons but I think we have done that with the help of Greg Condon and Chris Berry today in the podcast so thank you again to them for joining us and thanks for your input Pete that's really helpful and yeah hopefully yeah this might uh, convince a few people who are on the fence about adopting a harvest weed seed control tool to maybe get on board and get a chaff deck if a mill is not quite uh, on their horizon just yet so thank you to everyone involved in the podcast today our next regional update is coming out next monday and we will be actually hearing from someone in the northern region so we're keeping with the northern region theme over this week and we've also got some great content on the weed smart website for you to check out we do have a new ask an expert out it looks at how you can maximize grass weed control using hybrid canola epag research agronomist andrew ware provides the answers on that one also don't forget to check out our latest case study on the single family who are based in Canamble in New South Wales and you might have seen that we were promoting a webinar last week um, that webinar was with Weed Smart Southern Extension agronomist Chris Davey and ICANN's Mark Congreve so if you missed that they were looking at considerations for pre-emergent herbicides with dry sowing so I'll provide the link to the recording in the podcast notes for that one if you didn't get to watch it on the day but yeah thanks again Pete don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook sign up for our monthly blog as well you can do that on the Weed Smart website and we put the link up our through our social channels as well and we'll catch you on the podcast next time thanks so much pete hopefully your arm's not sore over the weekend we did a jab that you got your astrazeneca jab thanks jess no no complaints from me i'm more than happy if i have a bit of discomfort in the <laughs> yeah. name of um, being vaccinated yeah and good luck uh for all the people who are out seeding and, and the like and hopefully it all goes well <laughs> <laughs>